Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Hello everyone, you're listening to Scientific Healing Radio and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining vibrational physics and ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has produced hundreds and hundreds of medical miracles. Discover how you can protect your energy when working with others as a healer or coach with Safe Healing at scientifichealer.com. Today, I am so very delighted to have Laura Gisborne as my special guest. Laura and I met a few years ago and chatted briefly, but it wasn't until I ate lunch with her early last fall that I realized what an amazing business coach she is. With 20 years experience in business, Laura gained a wealth of knowledge by structuring and selling small boutique businesses to owning a multi-million dollar wine and real estate empire. In total, nine businesses. So you can imagine she's got a lot of experience to share with us. Laura is an engaging, internationally recognized speaker and consults for top business leaders and entrepreneurs in a wide range of industries. The innovative business model of her company, Legacy Leaders Global, exemplifies that companies can be both profitable and purposeful. She has appeared on major network TV like CBS and ABC and has helped build community and education through contribution via nonprofits and written popular books, her latest called Limitless Women. Aren't we lucky to have somebody with this kind of experience coming to talk to us? So let's let Laura tell her story herself. Well, I'm so happy to welcome you to the show, Laura. Thank you, Anastasia. I'm so happy to be with you. It's my pleasure. Awesome. So in order to make a big difference in the world, to change it, to heal it, you have to have a thriving business. And a lot of healers and coaches really don't understand how to do that. So it's a really important to develop a business model that works with your life and your desires. This is why I invited Laura to the show. I know that she can see right to the essence of how you're doing business is highly intuitive and can help you structure it to allow you to grow. I know this from firsthand experience. When I sat down to lunch with Laura last year without my saying, much other than I was working hard and not moving forward in a way that I wanted to. The next few minutes of her speaking to me were life-changing as she put a context to what I was struggling with and has allowed me to change how I do business and focus on what I do best. It was like she ran a comb through all the snarls and the the hang-ups, cleaned them out, and gave me this beautiful bird's eye view of my projects and a roadmap to where I was going. So I could forget all the extraneous projects and focus on two things, the things I love best doing. So Laura, what was the impetus to start your first business at age 23? Like what did you study in school? What were you thinking? 
um, when I was that age, it never crossed my mind because scientists don't normally start businesses, MBAs do. Right. <laughs> well, well, first, let me say thank you. Um, I so love uh, you reflecting back to me, like where you are in your journey and your newfound clarity. And it's just such a pleasure, such a pleasure to know you, to be your friend, to work with you. And I always say you are by far my most favorite person I've ever done any VIP retreat time with because uh, you're just so brilliant, Anastasia, and you move so quickly. So it's uh, thank you for giving me all this credit. And it's a credit to you uh, for your own brilliance and your own intuition. And I think that's the place where we want to support more business owners, especially the healers, and knowing that um, that piece of their intuition combined with creating systems and structure is really where they can fly and have some ease and grace. So thank you for the for the lovely the lovely testimonial and uh, right back at you, sister. So um, <laughs> to answer the question about starting business, I married into a family business when I was 23, and I I thought I would be a lawyer when I grew up. I actually you know went my undergraduate degrees in political science, and I went to law school. I'm not an attorney, uh, although I worked for five years as a volunteer, as a guardian ad litem for foster children, so I kind of got my, my legal fix there. Um, but I, you know, it's not something that I thought I would do, and like a lot of people, kind of business found me. But once I was there, I very quickly realized I had an aptitude, and I had um, you know, a great opportunity in my family to be mentored um, of what it took right, to run a business and build teams. But I quickly realized in that organization that I was really wearing way too many hats, and I would kind of joke about this when people said to me, gosh, you're always there, right? We were we owned a restaurant, and we were there seven days a week, and we worked exorbitant hours, and people would say, do you feel like you don't have a life? And my answer would always be, no, this is my life, and that was fine before I wanted to be a mommy, um, but once I started looking at what I wanted to create in my life, and I matured a little bit, I started looking at how things could be different in business, and that's, that's kind of when we sold that, that business and moved on to other businesses. I had a new framework for how to do business where I had not only an opportunity to create businesses that were thriving, but at the same time really honor life and what's going on in our purpose and, and the bigger work in the world. Yeah, a lot of us forget that and we tend yeah. we tend to get caught up in the shiny object syndrome, especially if you're just starting a business and you're running around trying to figure out how to do this that um, that we don't we forget that we need to give a lot of that away and just focus on our genius, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, and I think, again, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in making a living and forget that this is our lives, right? We don't want to just let our life go away. We want to actually be engaged and enjoy while we're here what we're up to. Um, so so there's, lots of, there's a lot of freedom that gets created in creating systems. And I know that most of us that are creative visionaries and called to serve aren't made that way, right? We may not think in the context of systems, but once we actually learn to embrace systems and get some structures around us that support us, there's so much more available of what we're capable of doing. Yeah, I I know my my issue with systems is that I'm kind of compartmentalized in my mind because I think in a really analytical, logical way. So I do it up in my head, but I don't do it in my environment. And people say what's right. going on on the inside is going on on the outside, but that's not really true. Like my filing system was <laughs> totally disorganized, but if somebody asked, where is that document? I could just reach in and grab it in like two seconds. 
<laughs> so yeah. I would just say it was a user hostile system <laughs> because right. because but it wasn't. I, I, have a, I have a picture of you as this many professor and math scientist all in one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what a genius! And how do we get it in the in the way that other people can relate? And uh, you're such a powerful healer, so we want to be able to get you get your message and get your work out to as many people as possible. Thank you. And I know that there are a lot of really powerful healers and uh, also helpers, people that want to change the world. So in I, I'm sure you've run across a lot of those because in the conferences that I've been in that you've put on, they that's who basically shows up for you. So right. what's a real common problem amongst these business people that are trying to make a big difference in the world from your perspective? Well, it's an interesting thing because there's some places where we all get stuck as humans. It's kind of like the signal that something's not working. And for most of us, it shows up in what we know as a measure of worth or value. So what I mean by that is that when I meet someone, there's some kind of struggle. Either they're not monetizing, right? The money's not flowing to them and through them in direct proportion to what they're up to in the world, or they're struggling around time. So it's usually a time and money conversation I see that's very congruent. Um, and it, it's interesting, Anastasia, because it, it really becomes the same game or zero. So whether I'm working with somebody who's kind of new in business, um, that is you know, just discovering their path, or I'm working with somebody that's been in business, with people that have been in business for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, decades, um, it really becomes the same game more zero, but that that indicator, right? So if somebody knows that like they're working really hard and their money is not working well with them, or they're working really hard and they just feel exhausted at the end of the day and they just don't have enough hours in the day, there's a place there where something's out of alignment and something's not congruent. So those are usually the first two places where we go in and clean things up to really support the leadership. And what I mean by that is, is that the people that you'll meet, obviously, in our community, we have a community of leaders. Uh, we're, we're not for the faint of heart. We move very quickly. Our work is around purpose and profitable purpose. So um, it's a highly accelerated community, which is why you fit right in, right? Because we tend to attract highly intelligent humans. And the work that we're up to is big work. So we've got to have um, support. And a lot of us, because we've kind of unique, you know, I'm a redheaded stepchild, so I always joke about that a little bit. We kind of show up uniquely in the world. Um, we feel sometimes isolated. We feel like nobody really gets us. And that we're the only people who can do it. And yet the only way to build thriving organizations is to learn how to receive support, to learn how to be in community and get what we need and surround ourselves with people that have complementary skills and superpowers. So, um, you know, there's a lot of cleaning up to do, but I would say that the signal usually for someone that something's not working shows up either in the finance arena of their business or in operations where they're just not having a high efficiency and they're not getting things done in a timely manner. Amen to that. <laughs> I I understand that so totally well. And yeah. um, one of one of the things that that I had trouble with, for example, is that I would go to something that I know, you know, techie details and getting caught up in, you know, designing things because I really love beautiful design and color and all of that. Right. And I'd get caught up in doing that, which I should leave to somebody else because that's not that's not what my business is about. And so I do something I know rather than 
uh, you know, work on developing a way to attract clients in a, a really good way or showing up in the places that I need to show up. So, yes, I so totally understand exactly what you're saying. Now, one of the things that I found most fascinating about our conversations was how intuitively you work. Like, you just, um, when when you talk to each person that was on that lunch table, it's like you just looked right into their soul and spoke directly to it and did it in such an intuitive and clear way. And not that many business coaches operate that way. And I've worked, even though I've worked others with other coaches that are highly intuitive, they got caught in the details kind of like the same way I do. And you just have this really incredible bird's eye view and help provide the roadmap without overwhelming, uh, you know, with thousands and thousands of details, like looking at that funnel. Oh, that's not right. And that funnel, instead of looking at the big picture. So yeah, even, even that conversation we had last week when I was talking about a book that I was trying, you know, holding back from publishing because it was on a topic that didn't, that kept feeling wrong to me. And you just so confirmed it for me. It was like this huge relief. I don't have to like struggle with it anymore. So can you, yeah. So can you address what it is that you do? So the listeners have a really good (laughs) idea because it's not like you can, you know, when somebody asks me, how do you do what you do? And you just go, well, I know it. Like, you know, right. Right. And then they'll ask me a question and I'll shoot back the answer and they go, how did you know that? Like it's something about them that they never talk about. So, (laughs) so you want me to tell you my, my, my secret, my secret superpowers? Yes. Yeah. And like, for example, what, so I would say, you know, cause, cause we're in a safe audience where I can actually speak from the woo. Um, it's not like you there are things that I know from my intuition that I don't know why I know but I but my sense of that is is because many lifetimes of learning and then in this lifetime just from the pragmatic for those who are not wanting to embrace the other lifetime piece um you know mastery comes from doing things and practicing them right and I would say that as a business consultant I don't really see myself as a coach although I do, you know, get asked, I get, I get labeled a coach quite frequently. Um, as a business consultant and as a business partner with people, what I look at is what's the, what's the fastest path? And if I have life experience, which means that after owning nine companies, after doing small business, if you will, creating small business, systemizing small businesses, selling businesses, my, my experience over 30 years at this point just has me see things a little simpler. Now, from an energetic perspective, if I might be able to go there in a stage, because you're asking about intuition, what I find is that, you know, a good part of my life, I've spent working as a volunteer and working in philanthropy projects, and that's really my passion, is how do we actually bring more awareness to causes for people that don't have access to resources, right? And how do we use business as a force for good? So that, you know, for me, the biggest impetus for helping people build successful businesses is that then they are in a place where they have financial freedom and time freedom to really give back to causes they care about and help people who have not been so fortunate. So there's a place of that where when I'm working with people, 
in the rainforest, right, in the Amazon, where we're off the grid and there's no electricity and there's no internet and there's no cell phones, or I'm in Africa, or I'm in the United States and I'm working with a young person who's grown up in a situation where they didn't have resources, they didn't have, um, you know, the, the access to things. What I mean by that is access to education. I'm the first person in my family to go to college. Um, there's a lot of things that we take for granted in today's world, in today's economy, where we have instant access to things on Google. It wasn't always like that, right? And so there's a whole planet of people, right? There's over 7 billion people. So when we're living in the conversation of building businesses and developed nations, a lot of times we forget how much we actually have. The reason I say that is that the secret to success and the place that you are calling my intuition often comes from simplifying things. It often comes from getting back to the root of why you're doing what you're doing and what the purpose is. And if we can help people get clear in that, it helps, in my experience, it helps to remove a lot of the distractions and a lot of what you call the shiny objects. When we really get to the core of who are we in business to serve, what are they struggling with, and how do we get to partner with them to create a solution? Most business becomes very, very simple. And great businesses, thriving businesses, businesses that really reach millions of people, actually have fairly simple business models. And they have clarity on who their avatar is and how they serve them. They don't try to do all things. They do a few things. They do them very, very well. So when you and I meet and I see you and I see you from a place of intuition and love and as a soul sister, I feel you, right? I'm very empathic and I feel you and I feel the place that you struggle. And my, my greatest desire is to help you simplify and get back to the place where you are magnificent and keep you on track there. And often that that's really all that it takes, especially with somebody brilliant like yourself that's mature and knows who she is and what she's here to do. By bringing you back to your center, you then can really fly and reach many, many more people with your gifts. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that. That's like a really super clear explanation of my, also my experience of you. And what I love is your congruence. You know, it's like who you are and what you say and what you do are exactly, you know, completely in line with with what I've experienced with you. And I, I have to really emphasize that what happens is that a lot of us that are talented with this kind of, you know, intuition, ability to move energy, all that, it's that people look at us like we're magical and they want a piece of it. And so a lot of people will propose businesses with me. And, you know, that was distracting me, I, I have to say, because it's, you know, these, it was fun, it's fun to work with someone else. And it's really fun to create these projects. But really, it took away from my main purpose. And right. yeah, so, so that was my experience. But um, what's something typical? What's the before and after? Let's just talk about this briefly before the break. Yeah, um, the before and after for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, depending on where they are in their life experience. And, and I would say in some ways this is a little different, but in some ways it's really the same. There's almost always the clearing. And most people don't move as quickly as you do, <laughs> as you know, <laughs> which I love because I move fast too. Um, 
But the faster that we can clear, uh, a lot of times there's emotional baggage, there's historical stuff stored in the cells is the best way I can explain it. You could explain it more as the scientist that you are. Yes. But there's things that people carry. And when I'm able to get those things removed and actually support someone, you know, most of us can't see ourselves as creative until we've been seen. And so I think that there's something about what we do, uh, what I do, and what, what our community provides is a safe place for people to be seen and then choose. And then there's a place, again, of moving. So the before and after is just usually an expediency of cash flow, <laughs> right? Because this is it. We're in business. We start to see cash flow. We start to see things that were a struggle become simpler and become easier. And a lot of that is in the removing. It's in the clearing and the removing of things that are holding people back. That's kind of like the evidence that someone will see. They'll start to see like, oh, now all of a sudden I'm magnetizing to me the right opportunities. I'm magnetizing to me the right prospects and clients. And then there's also that creates a time freedom, right? Because now it's like I'm not having to work so hard to go out and make this happen. I'm actually learning to receive it and tune into all that wants to be provided for me. And so I, that's, I'd say the before and after is seeing somebody really struggle, struggle financially, struggle with not enough time in the day to a place of like, okay, now I've got this time freedom and that's where I want to kind of swoop in and say, great, let's use that time, let's use that space to really give back to those who are still struggling. Awesome. So I want to get a little bit more into that that money conversation because a lot of people that are in this space are in that mindset, I shouldn't charge that much for it, it's not worth that much, and all of that. And why it's so important to own that thing of owning that, that value that you have. So I want to remind all of our listeners that you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Today, my special guest is Laura Gisborne. And when we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into her process and show you how it can work for you. According to the MetLife Foundation, people over 55 dread getting Alzheimer's disease more than any other. Yes, loss of your memories and who you are. The statistics are staggering. One in eight get some form of dementia or Alzheimer's over this age of 55, while one out of three at age 85 show significant symptoms. Until recently, it wasn't believed that you could repair, heal, or grow new brain neurons. But now research shows how amazing the neuroplasticity is in your brain. While good nutrition, sleep habits, and exercise play a large role in helping you keep your mind intact, you can now re-energize your brain with a powerful new program that wakes up your brain and promotes deep neural healing. I have watched what others have called hopeless cases come out of comas and dementia and improve dramatically in a short period of time, much to their doctor's total surprise. Comments I hear often are doctors saying, I've never seen anything like this. You can get the same brain healing in a program that you can use over and over again to heal your brain and brain glands and keep them energized. You can live your best life ever with your memory fully intact. 
Is it your brain worth a small investment? Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to find out more. That's go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to learn how. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. You can discover more about scientifically healing, excuse me, scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes for opening up your intuition and inner guidance system. Go to scientifichealer.com to download your tips on how to protect your energy when working with others. Before the break, we were talking to Laura Gisborne. She helps you develop your business to work for you instead of you working for it. It's especially important if you are here to make a difference in the world. I'm sure you're interested in hearing more. So let's continue this conversation. Welcome back, Laura. Thank you. Yeah, as I mentioned before, so many coaches, healers, authors, speakers are caught up in this shiny object syndrome, thinking they need another training, another product, another conference, another book, another degree. And you're caught up in in an endless cycle of getting ready rather than getting something done. Can you talk about a case or two that you've had where you transform their business so much so they can make a difference and contribute? And that's you know, part of that money conversation we're talking about is that contribution, the only way you can make it is if you invite the wealth into your life so you can spread it, right? Yes, yes. Well, I think, um, you know, what I would say is that in, I'm not sure if you're looking for specifics of of people that we've helped grow their business. We can talk a little bit about that if you'd like. Um, But one of the things that we do is that we, when someone works with us, we ask them to take 20% of what they pay in their consulting fees and donate that to the charity of their choice. And I think that that's for us in our model, one of the ways that we get people to incorporate giving into their business model. And what happens at that is that there's actually kind of this amazing expansion, right? Because giving causes growing. Have you ever had the experience, I know you have, Anna, and I have too, where you stretched beyond what you thought you were capable of, and then somehow you ended up okay. (laughs) I don't know if I can do this, but there's a stretch, right? There's something about the stretching of giving that causes businesses to grow, it causes us to expand as humans, and we see ourselves in a bigger way than what we thought was, was possible before. So each of our business owners, before we take them on as clients, you know, before we start working with them, we find out what it is that they're passionate about, right? So I remember you and I speaking about your work with your sister and some of the things that you knew that you were here to do. And I think that in the conversation of let's get together and expand your business, we're also having the conversation of, okay, we're going to work together, we're going to expand you, but what's the bigger purpose? What is it that you feel passionate about, and how do we use your kind of newfound expansion to really help others and create a difference? And uh, that's part of what we do in the live events as well, because we have three live events each year, and the idea is to bring together like-minded leaders who share a passion for giving back and philanthropy. And most of us 
you know, we're mere mortals, we're doing the best we can, we don't see ourselves as philanthropists, but in community we can all come together and make a difference. So by having each of the people in the room each make a donation of their choice, whatever feels right for them, we come together and raise large sums of money, which is, which is great. I mean, thousands of dollars that we wouldn't have necessarily been able to do individually, but by coming together and sharing resources, sharing ideas, we're all in motion creating a difference, and that really creates a ripple effect. So. I don't know if that answers the question, but it does. it does. It does. I have to get this in the right direction. It does. And, you know, even though I have uh, still a, a bit of a credit card debt, but it was much bigger before, it seems like even though I've got that, the more I donate, the more I give, and the more I contribute in a very concrete way, the more it comes back to me. And that's part of the ripple effect. And right. so even if you right. think you can't well, give, you, yeah, and you think, can. You know, it, it's one of those things where if, if your core value is to really contribute, and that's not everybody's core value, by the way. That's a core value of the people that are in your community and they're listening here, right? Because they wouldn't be here otherwise. <laughs> but it's not the way of the world. It's, it's what I see as a tenet of leadership. And, um, you know, if, if it is your core value, then you have to be in alignment with it, which means that you want to get it situated in your life in the same way that you want to have your debt reduction be a part of what you create a system around right and you give it attention and you reduce your debt and you make it go away and you can handle it right yes it's the same thing with your giving if you have to figure out like how am I going to give $25,000 for charity it could be mind-blowing for most of us right but if you say okay I can over the next five years contribute several hundred dollars each month and I can set that up in an automatic system now I can see how I can do that over five years or maybe 10 years, whatever your numbers are. But the, but the reality is that getting the system in place and committing to it is where you actually create great impact in your life in any area. Yes, and I have to say that that system thing is so important. Like I never <laughs> thought about creating a calendar which puts when I'm releasing my shows, when yeah. I'm doing my blog posts, how am I doing my social media and, you know, the, and when I'm sending out my newsletters, I've got it all on a calendar. I know what the dates are, what the weeks are and what the topics are for each month. Like each month has a specific topic and then it's not throwing spaghetti against the wall. It's like this directed, uh, planned out structure where now you can see what causes resonance, what what attracts people to me, what's the thing, and then you can focus more and more of your energy on it. And, right. you know, I've seen this happen with other coaches. You know, they really got their their ideas from what what kind of people got attracted to them and they grew their businesses exponentially. And I'm seeing, and so one of the things that I also learned from you was to stop doing the things I'm not comfortable with. And I'm not the kind of person that gets on the phone and shares everything that I do all the time, which is very typical social media kind of person. They go somewhere right. and they take like 10 photos and then they, you know, know. of all their friends and then they <laughs> say, look what I was doing. And I'm going, yeah, I, uh, I don't even share that with anybody. So why would, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to take a photo of me doing something uh, and other people take photos of me doing something and they tag me. So right. I end up on social right. media, but I hired a social right. media team and that's just been priceless because they do all of right. those things I'm not 
like I would never think of doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. Well, and I think we, don't we all have those places? And I would say that, you know, that the, if we could figure out how to determine what to delegate, you know, that's been a place that's really fascinating. When I find this to be when you're asking, like, what are the common challenges that we face as business owners? Um, the, the biggest clue for me is that if I'm procrastinating on something or it's taking me a long time to do it, it's something I need to get off my plate. Clearly, the things that we're passionate about, that we're excited about, don't feel, you know, it's like falling in love, right? It, 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 time flies and you're having fun. It's such an old adage, but it makes sense. Versus the things that we have in our life that are like, oh, I've got to get that done. Or you wake up in the morning, you're like, shit, is today the day. I'm going to do it. Sorry. I hopefully Noel can <laughs> can edit out my, my swearing but you know it's these days you wake up you're like oh not that so those things are the things that we want to look for support around we want to get some help we want to have somebody else come in and you know well take that off our plate and they, they'll always do it better than we do always well and then there's, there's the other stuff the piddly stuff that i enjoy doing i have to also take those off the plate because it's not helping anyone i'm having fun at it but i'm not i'm not contributing to anybody i'm not healing someone and making a difference in their life i have created a course an online course that I just got a letter from a lady who's in it yesterday, and she says, I'm only in module five out of 13. I'm only in module five, and I can't tell you what a difference it's made in my life. Right? Right? And so, right? And so for me to create these programs so I can make a big difference in a lot of people's lives is so much more important than me piddling around with colors and... (laughs) So... Yeah, so what's the biggest lesson that you want people to learn? In respect to what, my dear? Well, let's say you've got, let's let's target the helper kind of person, the healer, the intuitive yeah. coaches. So these are the people that are most likely listening, and I want to help them build their businesses so they're, they're financially free and they're lucrative and they stop struggling and stop charging 40 or 50 bucks an hour and instead develop, you know, programs that can really transform lives. So I know a lot of them are stuck in those places. And when they tell me I only charge $50 an hour, it's like I almost faint. Right. So, well, I would, I would say a couple of things. Um, if I may, I'll try to make it, make it brief. But the first is that, You've got to actually have, again, systems in your life, and, and systems have to become sexy for you. And they're just not some place that most of us really enjoy, but you will learn to enjoy the freedom that comes on the other side. So systems around, if you're going to say, okay, I'd like to have, uh, you know, I, I'd like to take Anastasia's course, and I'd like to actually do the assignments and implement them. Those things have to be written on your calendar. They have to actually be scheduled in order for you to actually do them. Right? It's not an idea of like, how am I going to fit one more thing in? We all have the great equalizer in our time. So how we spend our time is critical. And doing the revenue-generating activities, you've gone back to this again and again. Those are the things that you're here to do. You're here to help people. You're here to heal them. You're here to work on the things that actually matter. With moving your business forward so you can reach more people and serve more people. So having things scheduled is vital. The second thing I would say is get some help. I mean, Anastasia, you're such a powerful healer, again, for helping people remove their blocks 
removing the things that are holding them back. And, uh, you know, I'd highly recommend that people reach out to you and ask for support because you're, you're scary smart and you're just really generous. And I know that if they're listening to this, they already know they can trust you and you're the person that can help them. So get support. Don't stay in what I call the long hurt where you're just doing the same thing over and over again and just struggling for years and, you know, going to your grave with a dream of something that you could do if you allow yourself to be supported, if you actually know that there's somebody that can help you, get reach out and ask for help. And then I would say the third thing for me is be compassionate with yourself during the process. You I mean none of us gains any value from beating ourselves up. And, you know, we've, we've got to learn to be kinder to ourselves. And when we can learn to do that, then we can be kinder to each other. And that's a place where things really flow so much easier. Yes, I love that third message because so many people are struggling to love themselves. They really are. And once you start loving and accepting yourself, things fall into place like never before. You're able to accept other people because you accept your own flaws. You're able to accept the flaws of other people. And once you do that, you stop this like critical conversation in your head, you know, like about yourself and then also about others and that is that is really the key the the key i think it's the first step and then those other things getting those systems in place i think systems are sexy because they save so <laughs> you would <laughs> oh you know i never had a system before like you know being a a professor you you go in and you have your office hours and your class hours and then the rest of the day is completely unstructured so you can right. just poke around as long as you're making progress on all your umpteen projects. And wow. right. And so you're like, you're like pushing the envelope here, 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 and here, but I didn't have a structured day, but putting it on the calendar, like putting what you're, you know, when you're going to do your social <laughs> media, <laughs> when you're going to do your classes, when you're like, yeah. I put everything on my calendar and that's how it gets done. Right, yes. exactly. So I'm sure people are wondering how they're going to get in touch with you and find out all about your amazing programs. And even you have in two weeks an upcoming, an upcoming um, conference. And yes. right. Yeah. So, so, yes. so go you. to scientifichealing.com forward slash Laura makes it easy for people to find you. They can listen, re-listen to this, and they can also um, click, and it'll take them right directly to your website. Thank you. Yes, it was so awesome having you on the show today. I am so, I am so blessed and grateful that you took the time to do this. It's my pleasure. My pleasure so much, and I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. And uh, if people are gonna make it to limitless women we're going to do the energy dance together i've already put it on the agenda i can't wait to have you lead us some of your superpowers anastasia and uh yeah it's just great to be with you oh thank you so much laura and thank you all for listening to scientific healing and our wonderful guest laura gisborne again you can get connected with her at scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Laura, spelled the usual way, L-A-U-R-A. 
Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com and sign up for your free tips for protecting your energy or download your Wake Up Your Brain audio to get your day started in the morning in just 11 minutes. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now take a deep breath and release it slowly before you go about your day.